Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, Book 4. We're a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they seek to change the world, and how the world responds in turn. I am your host and DM, Scott, and you can find me on Twitter at TheScottBlake. Hi, I'm Chris, and you can find me at EwokKiller on Twitter. I play Finnegan Finn Tempest, a tiefling trainer, which is a Skyrend original class supported by the Metalweave Games supplement Baby Beastry. Finn is the trainer of Cerulius, a blue guard drake. Hi, my name is Nate. You can find me on Twitter at Skyrend underscore Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the human monk, and I am currently hosting Cade, the demigod of the land in my brain. Hi, I'm Shannon. You can find me on Twitter at Skyrend underscore Shannon. I play Aranus Gray, the god of rebellion, and I am a half-elf bard. You can also find the show on Twitter at Skyren Podcast, and you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Head on over to find out about bonus chapters, early access, NPC creation, and more. Now then, thank you for joining us, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Leaving Caravel, Reistos did his best to share new divine knowledge with Darwin, Aranus, and Finnegan. If it was meant to be a secret, he simply didn't care. He has made no secret of the fact that he doesn't like the gods, so unveiling the fear behind their doctrines was an easy choice for him. After imparting this wisdom, he led Aranus and Darwin in exercises to improve their divine and demi-divine abilities. Arnus learned how to tap into a larger pool of divine magic, while Darwin worked with Cade to learn how to unleash fissures in the land. No sooner did the lessons finish than a new threat appeared. Sailing quickly on the ocean branch above, the tides of fortune appeared with drunken songs and explosive light displays. The Bard's Rebellion crew did their best to leave peacefully but soon the ship's priest of Narluk helped conjure a water vortex in an effort to ensnare them. Though unsuccessful, the ship and her crew were far from finished. The explosive fireworks were soon aimed directly at the wagons trying to escape. Finnegan made the decision to return fire in an attempt to slow the ship, unleashing a fireball that took out part of the mast and sails and decidedly moved the encounter from an annoyance to combat. Darvin, summoning all of Cade's power available to him, launched himself, Arnus, Finnegan, and Cyril onto the deck of the ship. Standing face to face with the ship's crew and the illustrious Captain Edmondson, you thought you'd be better equipped to put an end to this harassment while also keeping your traveling companions safe. However, the tides of fortune was not the only threat today. A stampede of oversized boars rushed your companions below, serving as a distraction from the swarms of osprey that swooped in. Amidst the confusion, groups of ospreys lifted Sam, Carolina, and Seth into the air as their captives. Though the party may not know it, Captain Edmondson's efforts are a distraction from Baldacchinos to kidnap their friends and keep them off course as part of a larger glamour plot. As your friends are lifted into the air, the ship's crew quickly arms themselves, 
They move to protect their captain and to safeguard their ship. Various crew members approach with cutlasses, cudgels, broken bottles, and magical implements. In the ship's lines above, bows are being drawn. The Tides of Fortune is a ship of adventure and conquest, and her crew will brook no unwanted borders. Everyone, roll initiative. We know how my night's gonna go. Same. Ugh. Crap. <laughs> we are screwed. Or maybe we get the low rolls out of the way during initiative. Maybe that's how it works. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> okay. Finnegan. Uh, nine. No, wait, I'm sorry, ten. Woohoo. Big money. <laughs> Arnis. Eleven. Take that ten. Nine. (laughs) Well, the plus side, we're all going to die together. (laughs) Yay! There's going to be a nice little string of your actions then. Arnis, Finnegan, Cyril, Darwin. All right. I need to roll for a few different groups here. First, those Ospreys. And we need some pirates. Sorry, not pirates. We need some fine, upstanding sailors. Hi, hi, hi. I guess we're not all that different. You and I. Just you and I. I mean, yeah, this is. Ugh, this is rough. Right, I'm gonna separate these crew. I'm gonna separate Captain Edmondson's crew into two groups. One of them is decidedly more dangerous than the other. Uh huh. And then if Lemons shows up, we'll deal with him when he gets here. In case anybody forgot. The captain has himself a companion, a capital C companion, who is very good at the, the fighting. But yeah, it looks like all of our initiatives are between 9 and 12 today. So Wow. wow. <laughs> uh-huh. That's just how those dice are going to roll. Oh, I guess I should also roll one for your friends down on the ground. Hey, look, a nine. (laughs) Uh, Good times, good times, good times. So, you all land on the deck of the ship. The crew of the Tides of Fortune begins arming themselves, protecting their captain, and moving to intercept you. Whether they want to kill you, capture you, or simply throw you off the ship, you can't say for certain. But the first thing that happens is those ospreys, the swarms of birds, lift your friends higher up into the air. They are now a good 75 feet up, and they are turning in the air to move in the other direction. Kind of like like on a perpendicular path to this ocean branch. And they're going to be flying away when they get the chance. Not a good position for your three friends. How far are they from us at this point? Probably like 50 or 60 feet. The ship was pretty close to where the wagons were and where your friends were, so they haven't been able to get much lateral distance away. First step was coming upwards, making it harder for them to drop down. And I think I will just go ahead and say this now, like, you all recognize those as birds? Like, sorry, that sounded very condescending. (laughs) You all... (laughs) You all recognize this as just this huge swarm of birds of ospreys 
but this is not a natural thing for them to be doing. Like lifting up whole ass humans and Tamani off the ground. If their goal was to eat them, they would have probably tried to kill them first. Mm-hmm. Or they would have picked smaller prey. So something is definitely odd about that, but I don't know if that's a major concern just yet. After that, so the first thing that's going to happen from the rear of the ship, still in between where you are and where the captain is, the captain is farther back. He's got many crew members in between y'all. There's a merfolk in what appears to be like a, a robe, a bluish green robe, hood pulled up. He's going to advance forward. He's going to see the large group of you, and he's going to issue a simple command, and that is, get off our ship. And then he's going to make an attack, going to cast Cone of Cold. So, everybody, um, oh, this is fun. Everybody, please make a constitution saving throw. Oh, what? I know. Oh, this is going to be a shitty night, guys. This is the night that I die. God damn it. God damn it. <sighs> this is for everybody, right? Including Cyril? Yeah, it's a cone 60 feet. Sorry, it's a 60-foot cone. And since you all just landed on the deck, this seemed like the opportune time to take this action. Hey, call it who you want, Scott. I think we're all ready. Let's go reverse order this time. Darvin. 12. Hmm. Arnis. I rolled a gentleman's eight. Ooh. Cyril? Cyril's going to be a 11. Mm. Finnegan? He's going to join that and also come up with an 11. Oh my. Like I said, this is the night where we die. This, this is going to be interesting. This is going to be very interesting. I'm going to roll this damage and then I'm going to have a question for the good Captain Edmondson. Wait, wait, wait. Before he does that, I want to use my ring of spell storing and try and capture it. Oh, the ring of spell confiscation. Yes. So, sorry, uh, yes. That's my uh, reaction. Um, okay. So that's an <laughs> arcana check. Let's give this a shot. Where's, where's the ring here? Okay. Uh, yeah, make an arcana intelligence skill check with the DC equal to his spell save DC. It's a 25. Okay, yeah, the DC is nowhere near that high. Okay. Cool. So. Gonna need stats for that. All right. This merfolk places his hands in front of him, fires out this blast of cold, and Finnegan absorbs it into this ring. (laughs) Shit. And I I respond back with, uh, uh, let's see, he just said, get off our ship. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like, literally, I think when I use it, I just like throw the fist out and it just sucks it in. And I say, Oi, stand down if you value your lives. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, man. We were You're... so screwed and we're still screwed, but that was awesome. <laughs> that was a good maybe save. <laughs> that was an excellent save as Cone of Cold deals 8d8 damage. Oh, motherfucker. I'm I remember to have that reaction. <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, so Finnegan, your finger gets really cold for a moment as you absorb this spell. Ooh, chilly. So it's Cone of Cold, which is the spell. That is a fifth level spell. And his spell save DC, 16. Thank you. 
some stuff in there now, man. Yep. <laughs> Oof. All right, well, that's, that's very nicely done. Very nicely done. You have one pissed merfolk standing right there. But he is very much so not alone. After the merfolk, Captain Edmondson also has a Sahuian on board who would like to say something. This is, this is Captain Edmondson's. This is the Tides of Fortune's Priest of Narlok. Priests of Narlok on board ships are used to help control, manipulate the water for easy sailing. Wouldn't be a good ship without a Priest of Narlok or a Priest of Favon. This priest, though, likes to get their hands dirty. Quite literally. Because they don't have a weapon other than what the good gods gave them. So let's see. Oh, no, this, he's going to attack Finnegan. Finnegan just absorbed a spell. That's not cool. Finnegan, mm -hmm. are you at max health? Oh, hell no. Oh. I'm at about 60% right now. Because Sahuigan, at least this one, has that wonderful thing like sharks have, and that's getting advantage mm -hmm. on creatures that mm -hmm. don't have all their mm -hmm. health. Mm -hmm. Yep. I'm going to need you to call the number on the die, buddy. Okay. <laughs> Let's get some advantageous rolls here. With my 12 AC. He's going to rush the deck. And as Finnegan has this hand out, absorbing the spell, he is going to slash at that hand with his claws first. Ooh, that's an 18 on the die. Can't I can't do anything about that. <laughs> Give me one second. I just I'm likely gonna not do this, but I just want to double check and make sure I remember the full stats for shield. I think it's a plus five, but mm -hmm. yep, I'm not gonna use it because my AC is 12. So go ahead and hit do the hit. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. I'm not meant to be in combat. <laughs> well, I'm sure once it gets to be your turn, you can do something about that. Uh, but for now. Do you have any sort of like damage resistances in terms of uh, anything? There's um, going to be some slashing um, and some cold. Um, let me check. I think it's just fire. Yeah, it's just fire. Okay. There's going to be some slashing and some cold damage. Oh, yeah. Because as this Hoogan rakes their claws along your arm, you feel your blood begin to drip out and then freeze inside your arm for a moment. Uh, give an extra kick. Four. <laughs> mm. 25 total damage. Holy shit. The I'm at half health now. The oh, captain's damn. top tier crew got to go first, unfortunately. And now he's going to try to bite you. He's just going to oh. try to latch oh, onto yeah, your bring arm. Bring it on. Again, I'm going to need the number on the die, please. The highest on that one was a seven. Okay, I'm going to use, um, uh, what am I doing? Cutting words. Cutting words. That's bardic right. inspiration. Yeah, bardic inspiration, but it was more specific than that. It was cutting words. I feel like I haven't done this in a while. Um, it's been a while. I'm literally going to like, I'm going to yell at him to, to pick on somebody his own size. I don't know how big he is. I don't care. I just. <laughs> Medium, but probably buffer than Finnegan. Whatever. Hey, jerk. Pick on somebody your own side. All right, roll your die. I got an eight. Ooh, 
No, that's very good. It makes it a negative one. Nice. It does. <laughs> we can only hope. In which case, yeah, you're going to distract him. Finnegan's going to be able to pull his arm out of the way in time. And there's just a hang right into the air. And he looks up at you and squints. Very displeased with you. Very displeased. Up next. Let's see. What can this, what can this gal do? What is she about? Ooh, she knows a little bit of magic. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think she's going to hold back for a moment and use one of these spells rather than coming up and attacking directly. She's, she's a decent fighter, but has a few good spells up here. And I think she's going to be wise enough to know, like, we'll just let the normal crew go and get themselves hurt. I will hang back for now. And... Let's see, there are three of you plus Cyril. I don't think she wants to target Cyril. She probably figures Cyril's under one of your control. So let's just go Finnegan, Arnest, Darvin here, and I'm going to roll a die. Finnegan. Awesome. Fuck you, Skeplik. <laughs> Blame the D6. Blame the D6. Nope. That's all right. That means Darvin gets the next person that comes up. Finnegan. Mm-hmm. She's going to cast a spell at you. This is a this is a very fish-looking fiend. She's in pretty decent sailing gear. Got some nice high boots. Got a jaunty hat. And she has a wand that looks like a little triton. And let's see. Which, which spell? Which spell? Oh, they're both wisdom saving throws. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's going to go big. She, she's going to go... Yeah, yeah. This one's bigger. So... Okay. Oh, you're a fiend. Or sorry, you're a tiefling. She's a fiend. There's a little bit of a connection there. Um, I'm going to need you to make a wisdom saving throw as she casts Phantasmal Killer. Fuck me. That's an 11. Oof. I was going to say, she, her spell save isn't incredible, but it's higher than 11. All right. She taps into your nightmares to create an illusory manifestation of your deepest fear, visible only to you. Finnegan, what is that fear? Um, currently, the best manifestation of it would be like watching Cyril die in front of me. Oh, oh, I'm sad now. I don't want to imagine Cyril dying like over and over and over again. Um... For the duration, while you're affected by this spell, you are frightened. So you have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while she is in sight. So if you're doing anything with spell saves, then you're good. And you can't willingly move closer to her. Which again, I don't figure is going to be an issue. At the end of each of your turns, before this spell ends, you have to make a wisdom saving throw or take damage. So no damage right now. Right now it's just fear. There's this image of Cyril dying over and over again plays out in front of you. And then finally, Darvin. Darvin, you've got a special friend here that you didn't know about. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) From the lines above you in the ship drops down an assailant. This is another Sahuigan who does not have the advantage on wounded creatures thing. 
But this creature does have advantage on those who haven't taken a turn. They have the assassinate ability. Shit. Just like your old pal, Faye. And he is going to drop down from the lines above with a short sword and try to just sheathe that right into your back. Son of a bitch. That's a four on the die. That is not going to hit Darvin at all. (laughs) I should have gone with this other attack. I should have gone with this other attack. Sorry. They have multi-attack, but then they have this other fun special third attack that they have to just do on its on its own. So next time, next time, if this doesn't work. This time, he's just going to try to bite you. Okay, that's a nine on the die. Oh, Arnis, you already used your cutting words, so I need to worry yep. about that. Yeah. Darvin, does a 16 hit? No, not quite. Oh, what's your AC? 17. Ah... He gets a bite right onto your, uh, well, you're not wearing armor, I suppose. It just snags some teeth in your clothes. Ah, ah, ah. Shakes loose and kind of lurks down. And that's it for their opening attacks. Now we get to move to you. Arnis, it is your turn. Darwin has just been assaulted by this Sahugan. Dropped down in some nice, loose, dark clothes. Finnegan has been assaulted by... A few people now. What would you like to do? There are certainly other crew members who have not attacked yet. The captain is still back there. Your friends are still being taken away outside of the ship. What's the plan? Okay, well, first I have a question. Okay. And I know we asked this last time, but I don't remember. How far away are the people that the Ospreys have? How far are they from us right now? Right now, they're like 50 feet away. Okay. About even with the ship, too, in terms of height. Obviously, it's going to increase. I know that, but... Mm-hmm. Okay, just so I have a, a sense of where I'm at. Okay, Finnegan is at half health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I'm gonna try to fix it. Oh, okay. Nice well, I you. mean, there's, there's a thousand things I want to do, but I can't let him be taken out. Um, Darwin, have you taken damage? Not this yes but not much okay i'm just trying to figure out like what kind of healing i should do because i haven't taken much either so i'm just gonna stick with regular old cure wounds but cast it above level oh i see in the hopes that it'll do more um you have half your health half of what 100 so you're like 50 i'm at 55 okay so if i cast this at like level four it wouldn't be a miss I don't know what level four is going to do. It's four D8. Yeah, probably. Okay. Because I don't want to just give you like one D8 worth of healing doing as much damage. 25 in one hit? Yeah, that's not Mm -hmm. useful. Okay, so let me get some dice together. Yeah, let's do that. Heal up Finnegan. 21. Four D8. That's not bad. That's good. That's better than average. Heals up ish what he took last time but mm-hmm. no it's i mean it's it's literally exactly average because i add my uh my charisma bonus to it mm-hmm. it's it was two fours a five and a three it was literally basically all fours okay but anyway anything else you'd like to do arnis i mean not really like can't really do okay. i don't really have any like 
bonus actions except to give people bardic inspiration, but I kind of want to save that for cutting words so I can try to like stop uh, gap save people from stuff. Right, right. I think between Finnegan's Ring and your cutting words, you've got a couple of good defenses. I mean, I have other stuff too, but... Mm-hmm. I think you both have shield as well. I have shield, mm-hmm. I have counterspell. Oh, you have, that's right, you have counterspell. Right. But I have to not use my reaction for other things in order to be able to mm-hmm. use it. Yeah. Right. And the like, problem is you only I get one reaction. Shield, I, and I, yeah, I couldn't have used shield anyway because I had already used my reaction. Just like uh, I could spell. Gotcha. Okay. Very good, Arnis. Finnegan. <sighs> What's up? No, I was just saying I have all these charges. I should have powered it up. Oh, oh. All <laughs> yeah, your divine don't charges. I'm on the table right now. I, yeah, I completely forgot to do that. I won't next time. If there is a next okay. time. Okay. The first thing I'm going to do is use my bonus action. Mm. And I'm going to point the ring at that group of Osprey taking our friends around. And I'm going to release the casting of confusion that's in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which swarm would you like to target? Sam, well, Carolina, the, or Sets? The question is how close are those swarms together? Because it is a 10-foot radius sphere. Uh, uh, yeah, I suppose I should look up confusion here real fast and see how that's that big. works. Oh, it's a fourth level spell. That's heck a big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's 20 feet across. That's 20 feet across. And 20, and 20 feet tall. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm going to say that, you know, given the size of your friends and how many birds it would take to lift each of them individually, you could hit two of these groups so the okay. question is the other question oh go ahead finish that first i was gonna say which two do you want to target or like who do you leave out then i have one question before that and that is are sam and carolina in tamani form or are they in human form oh they're in tamani they're form. split form oh damn it yeah okay. they're they're combined otherwise the otherwise you know the, the cat and the dog they'd be they'd be down on the ground um, Which would be helpful for us if they take them away. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Because uh. I can talk to them. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm picking up what you're putting down. I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. You know, hey, I'll keep that in mind in case we need a complication and maybe one of them splits and then you have, you know, just sniffins or just scratch. Okay. Then I am going to focus it on Seth and whoever's closest to Seth. If he's in the middle, then I would be picking Sam only because I have the best kind of rapport with Sam. If he's on the end, okay. then whoever's in the middle near him. And now it'll be Seth and Sam then. Um, you do remember that this will also hit Seth and Sam, right? Well, yeah. And that's not going to, that's why okay. I'm using confusion and not fireball. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like confusion's not going to do damage to them. Just making sure because. You know, one of these confusion behaviors is attacking a creature nearby, which would be the birds. Yes. Okay. All right. What do they have to do? So the spell assaults and twists the creature's mind, spawning delusions and provoking uncontrolled action. Each creature in a 10-foot radius sphere centered at a point you choose within a range must succeed on a wisdom saving throw when you cast it. And that is going to be against the original caster's uh, spell save, which, if I'm not mistaken, and I just overflipped the page, is a 16 it is a 16 Ooh. indeed. I am keeping that table as well because I need to know how many charges are in there in case you ever want to make it go boom. Mm-hmm. All right. Let, oh, me, Lord. let me take a look. 
Wisdom, you say? Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. How wise are these creatures? He's not very. Surprisingly, eagles are wise. Like, birds of prey are wise in D&D stat blocks, which is cool. Um, I mean, a plus two, but it's still, it's a bonus, which is surprising. So I will roll for Sam's birds and Seth's birds. They both failed. That's a two yes. and a, well, That's how a four and a fourteen, and then for Sam and Seth themselves, they both pass. Possible outcome. Okay, so we've got two swarms of ospreys that are confused now. An affected target can't take reactions, and they must roll a d10 at the start of their turns to determine their behavior. Okay. So when it's their turn, we'll roll that, and we'll find out what happens. And they can, they can attempt that save again at the end of the turns. Got it. Cool. Very nicely done, Finnegan. There's a burst of magic over there by the birds. Two of the swarms start screeching and whatnot. The one that's carrying Carolina away, the swarm that's carrying Carolina away, is unaffected. And they will continue on unless otherwise stopped. Anything else, Finn? Yeah, because that's my bonus action, and it doesn't count as my spell slots. I'm going to go ahead and launch a level... F- Let me double-check and make sure I've got my spell slots right here. Do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. Sorry. It's true. Releasing that spell does not count as casting a spell. I'm going to launch a level 4 fireball at the caster who cast Cone of Cold at us, and that would hit anybody that's near enough for him. Cool. Cool. What's this DC? <laughs> Let me double check, but I believe it's 18. <laughs> Spell save is 18. Yep. Dang. Okay. Hey. Yeah, there's going to be some other people near them. Uh, yeah, it's a 20-foot sure. radius sphere, so that's a 40-foot like, diameter. Yeah, Holy that's like... shit. That's a good chunk of the deck here. Dang. I'll start with them, and then I'll just roll for the crew on mass, because a lot of them have very... They're very similar. These four are special. So let's start with them, who cast Cone of Cold. This merfolk. It's a dex, right? Dex, yes. Ooh, ooh, no, no, they're not going to save. They came close, they came close, but no. Mm. All right, crew members of various sorts, let's roll <laughs> for you. It's not funny. It's not- uh, no, they failed even harder, so go ahead and roll that damage. Oh, my lord. I guess there's a reason why wizards cast fireball. Because it's awesome? Yeah. It's 21 damage. I literally rolled all, like, ones and twos. Four. Okay. There's this huge, fiery explosion catching, like, a huge portion of this ship, burning and singeing many of Captain Edmondson's crew. There's bits of fire running up the mast burning at the edges of the sails. A a few of the ship are going to be on fire duty and put that out if they can. But right now there are, there's a bigger threat than just that fire. Since someone just unleashed a fire ball, I'm going to spread the love with this fire damage. Ha ha ha. Nearly dropping like a few folks. I would have used my wall of fire, but I was afraid. I figured I wouldn't be able to keep concentration on both mm. the confusion and the wall of fire. Even though it's not my spell, I figured I'm probably still going to have to keep that concentration. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's also gonna hit the fiend. The fiend who has cast Phantasmal Killer on you. Which means she needs to make a concentration check. Yes, and then I will have to make my wizard my save again too. Mm-hmm. As long as she doesn't drop it. Because yeah. you make your save at end of turn, yeah. Yeah, at the end of your turn, you will take this damage if she doesn't save. Let's see, so it's twenty-one, so that would be eleven. How's her how's her con? It's alright. She does manage to maintain her concentration. Remind me that's a wisdom save, right? Yeah, yeah, that'll be a wisdom save. So she manages to maintain that illusion of Cyril's demise in front of you. So before your turn ends, go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw. That's an 18. Okay, and what is her DC? Well, good news. You saved. You successfully push out that image of Cyril being killed in front of you, which means no psychic damage. Yay. That's kind of weak sauce for a fourth level spell. Yeah. Okay. Um, after Finnegan, Cyril. Yep. And Cyril's just going to tail whip the dude who's been attacking me. And mm-hmm. she will have advantage because I'm standing right next to her and him. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We've got a Sahui in here. This priest of Narlok. Thank God for advantage. The 25 for the first one. Ooh, yeah, that'll hit. Eight bludgeoning damage. Mm-hmm. And the second is a 24. That's also going to hit. Nine bludgeoning damage. Okay. That was very rude, Cyril. Very rude indeed. Uh, is there anything else you would like to do? Nope. Alrighty. Darvin. Good old buddy Darvin. Yo. You've had a Sahuigan drop down and try to attack you unsuccessfully so far. Finnegan just released a fireball. There's been magic about... There are birds carrying away your friends. What would you like to do? I want to attack my Sahuagin friend. All right. He's kind of crouched down a little bit. We're in that dark hood. Go ahead and attack. Okay, first attack with the leg sword. Mm Mm-hmm. Is a 21. Ooh, yeah, that's going to hit. Nice. That will do 15 damage. Very cool. Second attack... Ooh, is a 12? No, that's not going to hit. Okay, I'd like to spend a key point. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, he just like swoops underneath the leg sword. Don't. I'd like to spend a key point to throw two punches. All right, let him have it. Yeah, punch, punch. First punch is a 17. That'll hit. Nice. Ooh, six damage. I rolled minimum there. Ooh. Second punch is at 24. Oh, yeah. Ooh, our old max damage, 13. Ooh, very cool. And that is all. That's some nice bit of damage there, Darwin. As the fire and the smoke dissipates from the fireball and the crew is gathering themselves back up, they are going to return the favor and attack. Some of these sailors, some of these crew folk are very burned and not looking good. They're going to hold back if possible. Some of them are still doing all right. So first, Darvin, one of these crew members is going to grab onto a rope, swing around, land next to you, 
and try to smack you with this cudgel. Like, and crit fail. Nice. As they're swinging in, the rope has caught on fire, and it snaps at the last second, and they just slide in front of you. And the cudgel swings wildly about, missing you entirely. Next on the list, Arnis. Yeah? This sailor, she's got a crossbow on her hip and a cutlass in her hand, and she's going to charge you at this and make two quick whoosh, whoosh, slashing motions at you. Do you want the number on the die here? Uh, no. I'm just going to give them both at once then. Hmm, well, a two's not going to hit, but a 20, I assume, will. Yeah, it will. <laughs> a dirty 20. They did not crit on you. That'll be seven slashing damage. Finnegan! Yes. This next crew member has a broken bottle. Gonna approach you and start jabbing at Cyril with this. Oh my gosh. That was an 18 and a 19 on the dice for these attacks. I know. Don't worry, like, they're... It's a broken bottle, and it's going to break on Cyril's hide after the second slash, but... Oof. 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 Cyril is going to take... Goddamn. 18 slashing damage. Right. And finally for you, Finnegan, directly. Another crewmate's going to come up and just kind of try to whack at you with the staff. Why is it that these people with the weak attacks roll so well? There's a 17 on the die and a 19 on the die. Sweet. So much for that confusion spell. Mm, oh, these are two separate sources of damage, so we'll do these yeah, separately. Sure. This person's not very strong, so that's going to be four bludgeoning damage. And four bludgeoning damage. Oh, well, I crit failed the con save on that, so confusion's gone. Oh. And you said that was four damage? Yeah, four apiece. Awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Before we go to the top of the round, Captain Edmondson, these folks have just boarded your ship. They've made an explosion. They're attacking your crew. Is there anything you would like to say? Is there anything you would like to do? Well, I'm probably not going to come join the fight because that's not <laughs> my style, right? I, I can't imagine why you would join the fight unless you yeah. really want to. They'd be putting yourself in a lot of danger there, Captain Edmondson. Is this a time for gloating, bargaining, cheering on your soldiers? Ooh, cheering on my soldiers. That sounds fun. (laughs) I mean, it's not exactly bardic inspiration, but they enjoy being cheered on. Anything in particular the good captain would like to say? Uh, Something like, good show, guys, good show. Keep up the good work. (laughs) Put their lights out and such. (laughs) (laughs) That reminds me, Captain. When unwanted passengers do arrive, what is the standing order there? Is it capture, kill, or deboard? Deboard. All right. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. Top of the round, the Osprey, no longer confused, right themselves and start heading off to the east, gaining some distance. They are carrying unwilling passengers, so they're only moving at half speed. But they are still getting like an extra 20, 30 feet away each round. Um, Who do you have on the ground? Who do you have on the ground who might be able to do something? There's Felicity. There's Tonk. There's Morello, Parlin, Mahogany, Seth, Ristos. 
I think I think a couple arrows could be shot out. I think Morello and Mahogany know how to fire a bow and arrow, at least enough to pull it back and shoot an arrow. So they'll give that a shot. See if they can slow down those birds. I should be having you people roll for this. I should. I should. I should. Um, we'll pretend I didn't roll that. Hey, who would like to roll for... Who would like to roll for Morello and who would like to roll for Mahogany? Not me the way I'm rolling. Right? <laughs> I guess. I guess I'll roll. Okay. Um, I'll roll for Mahogany. Okay. For Mahogany. It's a 13 on the die. Hey, nice. Uh, would someone like to roll for Morello then? I, I know I, it's rough, but... I can do it. I can manage, I think. Okay. Say 19 on the die. Ooh, oh. very nice. So both of them managed to wing a bird. <laughs> Enough to slow them down a little bit. Who were they targeting? Like, which, which group? Oh, uh, which were um, the groups again? Sam, Carolina, and Seth. Uh, Mahogany would have gone after the uh, Carolina's birds just because they looked like they were still making progress while the other ones were temporarily Mm -hmm. stalled out. Who was Morello shooting at there, Nate? Probably, I don't know. Aranus had, not Aranus, but... But yeah, um, Mahogany shot one uh, that was carrying Carolina. You can target Carolina's group too. It's a swarm of birds. No, I'm going for Sam. There we go. Okay. Very nice, very nice. Meanwhile, Felicity is trying to gather up some energy, gather up her strength. Darvin, you've seen her do this before. She is trying to create that air arm hand that she had shown you before. At this great a distance, you, Darvin, Arnus, Finnegan, would not be able to see anything that she's doing with it. But down there, down on the ground, you can see this outline of an arm forming in front of her, and she's pushing herself and extending and trying to reach out into the sky even farther, even farther. Let's see how well she's doing. God, that was almost a crit. That was almost a crit. <laughs> she's able to maintain it, but she's going to need like another round before she can actually do something that far away, or at least attempt it. It's not something that she's used to doing, but she's trying. She's trying something. Well, back on the deck, you all continue to not make friends. Finian, you've already stopped this merfolk from casting Cone of Cold once. They are not ready to try that again, knowing how dangerous that could be if you just snatch it up. They don't know whether you're keeping it or counterspelling it or what, but they they weren't fond of that. So they're going to do something a little bit lighter this time, and they're just going to simply cast Ray of Frost at you. So just a beam of cold comes shooting out in an attempt to hit you. And that's a two on the die. <laughs> Thank God. Just sails past your shoulder, hits a mast, and there's form of frost on it. Yeah, that's too bad. Okay. In which case, then, yeah, we're going to move back to the Suhuigan who clawed at you and was trying to bite you. you know, who's right there. They've definitely taken some damage. They're going to try that stuff again. They're going to start with the bite this time. They're going to try to get a little closer. They're going to try to get into that nice meaty shoulder. That is a six on the die. I don't suppose Arnus wants to do any cutting words on that. Don't do it. Don't waste it. Okay. No. Okay. What's your AC? Well, then you're actually fine. They're going to try to claw at you. Hey, that's an 11 on the die. That'll hit. This t- 
time, it will hit. This is claws. This comes again with the slashing and the cold. Jesus. 23 damage this time. Okay, fuck this bitch. I'm gonna um, use a reaction here. Ooh, what's the reaction? I'm gonna cast a level 3 hellish rebuke. Oh my. <laughs> Give me one second, let me get my damage here. Alright, make it X safe. Versus 18. Oh, oh god. <laughs> they have a plus one on this. Um, here we go. That's a fail. How painful is this? He's going to take 4d10 fire damage. 26. 26? Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. So they slash at your chest and it freezes up cold and then you just immediately return the favor with hot, burning pain. It startles the hell out of them. They're dropping to the ground trying to put this fire out. Wait, is it actually fire or is it just hot? Uh, it says, you point your finger at the creature that damaged you, and they are momentarily surrounded by hellish flames. Jesus. Okay, yeah. No, that freaked them the hell out. They're dropping and squirming on the ground trying to put out the flames and put out the pain. Ooh, Ooh that, was, that was, ouch. Thank God for being a tiefling. Uh-huh. I can only get that for free at level one, but I can still cast it at higher levels because I'm a wizard. Right. Sure. Very nice. Not a wizard, but wizard-based. Mm-hmm. Still a caster. Mm-hmm. Mr. Darwin. Yes. Your cloaked friend, your hooded friend who dropped down from above and tried to sword you in the back. They have a friend next to them now. So what they're gonna do is try to make they're gonna try to make their friend's life easier. They put the sword away and they pull out a garrote. And they're going to try to... Oh, shit. They're going to try to garrot you. Grapple strangle action here. Oh, dear. I know, right? So they pull out this little line. Pull it taut. And... A 15's not going to hit, is it? Nope. All right. Um, you managed to get away. <laughs> Swoop out of the way. You're fine. That's all they can do. And then... Oh, yes. We've got the fish, the fishy fiend, who tried to summon a phantasm. Oh, they did summon a phantasmal killer, but didn't last, unfortunately. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. I don't know if it's more dangerous up close or farther away with you, Glot. They've got, like, one big ace up the sleeve, but they need to live long enough to be able to use it. Huh. All right. Aranus, this fishy fiend is going to try to cast a spell on you. You can be charmed, right, Aranus? Um, oh, there's something weird about it, though. There's something weird because isn't there like an elfy thing about not being able to be charmed? But then we like changed the rules because I lost part of my elfiness. Yeah. And you know what? The one thing that I was like, oh, I don't need to write this stuff down because I don't need to remember that. Like, it's not going to come into play. That never comes into play. Mm -hmm. Was it that you would have to make a saving throw against it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So in which case, I'll give you advantage on this saving throw. Okay. Because it's already a saving throw. Um, so I don't want to fully take that away from you. So yeah. Oh, oh let's see. But what? They're casting a spell, huh? Uh-huh. They are. She's about to cast Crown of Madness on you. So she goes to... Sorry, I was going to do this before you said the name of the spell, just in case you were wondering. So she mm -hmm. goes to like cast the spell, and I go, oh, 
not today, and I cast Counterspell. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a level two yeah. spell, so it is instantly countered. Bam. <laughs> this I was considering crown... it, and then we started talking, and I was like, oh no. Oh yeah. Yeah. This crown of twisted, jagged iron begins to form around your head, and you just like wave it away. No, no. And it's gone. Uh, and that is just unfortunate for her that she doesn't get to do that. Arnus, it's your turn. What do you want to do? Well, son of a bitch. Birds I... are still carrying your friends away. They're being slowed by the party down below, but... Yeah, they're still carrying people away. And once again, Finnegan is almost dead. So I can't actually do anything about anything else because I have to keep Finnegan alive. Which is not me being upset at Finnegan. Just, I mm-hmm. like... Upset at the situation. Yes, that's that's all it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. If I want to cast this again, if I want to cast this, a, you know, a proper noun would be helpful. If I want to cast Cure Wounds again at a level four, and I want to expend one of my divine charges, mm-hmm. can I make it just do max healing? Hmm. Can you just make it do max healing? Let me look at your charges again. Let me, I, I've got an idea, but I want to make sure I'm still within the realm. Figured it was worth asking. <laughs> I think it would cost a charge per spell level that you'd want to... So you could spend two and have two of those dice be maxed out, or you could spend four and have all four be maxed out, you know? Mm, okay. Then, yeah, I want to spend two charges. Okay. So two of those are going to be eights. Hang on. I'll tell you what, you can even roll all four dice first. So kind of you. I know. That's because I'm going to be mean here in a minute and... Yeah, I figured. (laughs) Well, one of them is an eight. Yeah, I'm still going to spend two charges. Okay. And max two of the other ones out. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 29, 34. That is a lot of health. That is. That takes me from negative 65 to negative 31, so thank you. (sighs) Well, mm-hmm. I mean, apparently I can't do anything else this fight except just keep you alive. So if hey. that's what I'm here for, that's what I'm here for. Surviving is half the battle. Anything else you'd like to do, Arnis? Oh, there's six or seven things I'd like to do, but I can't. <laughs> okay. Uh, in which case, Finnegan, it's your turn. Okay. The first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to blast this cone of cold out of this ring right into this <laughs> lady in front of me and everybody behind her. <sighs> All Hell, right. Let's yes. just use this ring. Uh, well, you know, if I go down, I don't want to have anything with me that I didn't use. Okay. So you turn this ring towards your foes and unleash this level five cone of cold. Blasts out. Let me look up cone of cold real quick. Oh, that's a con saving throw. Well, it'll be half damage even on a success. So Finnegan, you get to roll 8d8 cold damage. And now I've got to roll a bunch of saves. Let's spell save 16. No. No. Hey, they do succeed. Ooh, okay. All right. What do we have for damage, Mr. Finnegan? Mr. Tempest? 40. 40? Mm-hmm. Jeez. creature killed by this spell becomes a frozen statue until it thaws. So, hmm, we're about to have some statues. First is that priest of Narlik who's been clawing and biting at you. They are frozen. Thank God. <sighs> We've got a couple members of the crew here who just get frozen solid. Froze. 
Froze. Froze and froze. They succeeded on the saving throw, but that's just too much damage. They did not have 20 health left. They're just... I'm a little upset that the one who cast it on you does not have any sort of cold resistance. Um, (laughs) They're not frozen, but it's chilly for them. And that fishy fiend gal, she also took the full brunt of it. She's still up, but... It was mean. It was very mean. So yeah, several ice statues now. That's not cool. I mean, it's exceptionally cold, but it's not cool. Anything (laughs) else you'd like to do, Finnegan? Oh yeah, I'm not done yet. I'd like to try and move away from this ruckus if there's a safe, like, are we split on the ship? Like, could I move away from the danger? You could move closer to the bow of the ship. It's safer that way. That's exactly what I want to do. Okay. It's not Um, safe, but... yeah, Yeah, it's safer though. And then after I get out there, I'm going to use my action, because that was my bonus action, to use my last third level spell slot and cast Fireball one more time, centered on the fishy Sahuagin that's been casting all her mind spells at us. <sighs> Wait, the f- Oh, no, I'm sorry, fiend. the fishy fiend. Yeah. She's a fiend. Which I know she's going to have resistance to the damage, but I also know there's a ton of people around her that I can still hurt. Uh-huh. That's very mean of you. Very mean of you. Okay. Go ahead and start rolling your damage. I'll start rolling some deck saves over here. Huh. Is Fireball going to thaw those statues? I think so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I got 31 damage. Just dealt 71 damage across two spells to like huge swaths. There's a reason you're not supposed to be able to cast two spell slots in one turn. Oh, no, I know. And that's why I made the ring because it's fun and it's big. Um, so, first thing that happens is all those folks who got frozen with the previous bit are thawed. They don't melt away, they didn't turn into water, but they thaw and they collapse on the ground. There's water surrounding them. There's more smoke. There's more fire. (sighs) Another crew member goes down. So yeah, the crew that was holding back because they were burned by the first fireball pretty much get wiped out between the cone of cold and the second fireball. This fiend friend of yours, she does not go down. Some of the fire ripples off of her. The merfolk who had cast the Cone of Cold on you originally, who's been doing some of this ice stuff, is not in a good place right now. They are less friendly when it comes to fire. Yeah. Is that all, Finnegan? For my turn, yeah. Okay. Uh, Cyril still has a friend next to her. Yep. There's a crewmate there, looking nice and buff and beefy. Oh, this is the one that stabbed Cyril with a bottle. Broke it on her hide. She's going to go ahead and try and tail whack this guy. That's a 18 on the die. Okay, yeah, that hits. 10 damage. Uh-huh. And the second roll is a 26 again. Mm-hmm. Significantly less damage. Six damage. Okay. That still hurt. That was not friendly. It was not cool, Cyril. That's it. Darvin, you've got two people next to you. Uh, one of them just tried to garrot you, and the other one swung in and tried to cut you. Going to attack the garrot-er. Good move. Good move. Um, First attack is a... 25. That'll hit. For 14. Okay. And then a 26. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> yeah, that hits. For 9 damage. Mm-hmm. 
They're still now up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw a punch. Actually, I'm gonna spend a key point. Throw two again. Throw two punches. Noise. First punch. Is that eighteen? Uh, yeah, that hits. For ten damage. Gosh. And my second punch is a twenty-one. Darvin is going to town. All right. For eight damage. My goodness. You just lay into this person. Just blow after blow after blow. And they're bleeding. And they're a little unsteady. They're not done with you yet, though. Captain Edmondson, although you have not lost control of your ship, there's been a lot of damage done to your crew. You've got people being frozen, things catching fire. You've got people melting. You've got all sorts of magic and blood being spilled on your deck. Your position is not as strong as it was at the end of the last round. Is there any way you would like to react anything you'd like to do or say? Your words of encouragement did little to bolster them off. Yeah, I'm going to yell at them. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to berate them? Yeah. <laughs> anything in particular? Yeah. Eight. Dad sacks, put more muscle into the fight. Like this, and then I like fake a punch, you know? <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. I think at the sound of all the combat and the fires from a hatch beside you, Captain, a uh, hatch in the deck there, it lifts up and there's lemons there. And he, I'm going to honor what you've said about him before. He doesn't speak, but he like, looks up as if to either he wants to know are you safe do we need to go do i need to step in what's the situation because his main concern as your companion is your safety not necessarily the ship's success he just wants to know what is needed of him at this moment captain edmondson how do you respond i command him to charge in he's needed in battle oh shit oh no That's awesome Thank you, Nate. <laughs> it's really mean to make the player work against his own interests. Hey, the option to leave is on the table. I... Apparently it's only Darwin that always runs to run away. <laughs> <laughs> Lemons, though, is run in. And, uh, and yeah, Captain Edmondson, if you ever want to use that ace up your sleeve, <clears throat> just let me know. Everybody else, don't worry about it. It's fine. All right, Lemons joins the fray. But first... But first, your party down below. Would folks like to roll for Morello and Mahogany firing arrows again? Uh, I'll roll for Mahogany again. All right. A crit failed. Mm. I'm so sorry, Mahogany. Nate, would you like to roll for Morello again? Sure. Okay. Ooh, five? No, that's not going to do it, man. Arrows fly wide, fall short, as these Osprey continue to try to make away with your friends. Sam and Carolina are struggling as best they can. Seth, he's not an adventurer. Like, he might one day want to be. Maybe that's why he's traveling, but, like, that's not him. He's, he's a bookkeeper. He's a numbers guy. He has yet to have cause to put up a fight and struggle. And especially being this high up in the air, he really doesn't want to fall. <sighs> Felicity is going to focus herself again and try to reach out. Ay, ay, ay. Okay. Question for the party. Mm -hmm. Or for Shannon, Chris, Nate themselves. Felicity is attempting something new and daring, and it is not going well. 
Is there anyone in particular that you would prefer she focus on? Or I can roll a die. You mean like of the of your three friends? No, 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 no. Which ally? Who's up in the birds? If it's not going well, Seth, because he's the only one I'm willing to lose. Oh. If you gotta make a hard choice, yeah. Lose as as in like gets kidnapped or lose as in he falls to his untimely death. You're saying it's not going well. Does that mean that it's not going well for her or for her target? It's not going well for her, so it's going to have a limited effect, which is why she can't do more than just one. This Got isn't it. who she's okay. going to hurt. It's who she can help. Okay. I was, I was unclear because when, usually when you say mm. not going well, it means it's going to have some sort of negative effect on the uh, target. Uh, my apologies. I was not trying to... Uh, not, that's not what I intended. No. Limited effect. So she, she's only able to like reach out Got to it. one. And roll a die, well, or you all can make a decision. Would be Sam. Uh, yeah, Sam, 100%. Yep. Okay. Sam is also the person that she's probably spent the most time with, just because for a while there, Sam was in Capris too. Oh, I, mean, I could make this a little bit more touching and meaningful, and that's, she knows Sam's been captured before. She knows how terrifying that is, and she does not want to see him in that situation again. So she reaches up and out with this sky arm, let's say, let's call it. And Darwin, when you saw it, she formed a hand, an arm, just out of the sky around her, like just there off the end of her physical arm. And it took on the appearance of the sky around it. Uh, She reaches up and I want to say this is near sunset. You see a portion of the sky, a portion of the sunset in the shape of the hand pause for a moment in the sky as if You can see the clouds and things moving behind it, and just a section of it stops. And then you see fingers curl out of that sky and grab onto Sam's ankles. And Felicity is down there struggling. Parlin is down there, kind of holding onto her, helping her pull back. Tonk is trying to give some inspiration as an aspiring bard. (laughs) He really wants to try to fulfill that role. He's trying to be inspirational. He's helping out that way. And yeah, Carolina has this. Sky arm, this arm of Favon reaching out and holding on to Sam's ankles, keeping him in place as the other two groups continue to move. And at this point, Rystos has flown up. He's not coming over the deck of the ship at all. He's still off to the side. He's off on the starboard side. He's watching, kind of like note taking, not writing anything down, but definitely taking note of everything that's happening. Looking on, he's like, hmm, keep up the good work, gang. I think you got this. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash skyrenpodcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 city council level, thank you, Shannon DeMello. At the $10 mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello. At the $15 governor level, thank you, Paul Calicott, Phoenix Bryan, and Sierra Jones. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrenpodcast at gmail.com. 
You can also find us online at skyranpodcast.com. As always, thanks to Daryl Barnes for creating our theme music. You can find them on Twitter at Daryl Barnes underscore. We also want to thank the talented at Gabby underscore Desu on Twitter for our fantastic podcast art. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrend.